Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning. How are you doing today, Friday the 16th? If you live in the metropolitan area, tonight's the night, 7.30 p.m., our first Christmas in the city presentation Singing, movement, lights, action, camera, all celebrating Christmas. And then we make a quick right turn and we get to what Christmas is really about so that the people who come might be presented with the claims of Christ and the good news of the gospel. And then again this Sunday, the 18th, if you live in the tri-state area or if you live in America or North America, get on a plane, come on, 9 a.m., 12 noon, 3 p.m. Three more showings, Christmas in the city. By the way, Merry Christmas to you. I won't see you until the 19th on Monday. Remember, when we get done next week with the Christmas story before the 25th Sunday, then we're going to do between December 26th and that week before New Year's Eve, great verses for the new year that we can cling to. And then we start on January the 2nd. 2023, 2 Peter. You're going to read through it. Come on, start reading now if you get a chance. And Merry Christmas again. I I hope you have a blessed season. What makes the most Merry Christmas, Happy Christmas, is a Holy Christmas. Drawing near to Jesus in a new way. John the Baptist is about to be born. We're going to finish now with his story. Oh, there's much more if you read Luke 1. Zechariah and Elizabeth are going to have a son named John who's going to be the forerunner of the Messiah, Jesus. And the angel has told uh, Zechariah, the elderly priest, who's uh, ministering in the temple, this is what's going to happen. Your prayer has been heard. Even though you're old, Elizabeth is barren. Don't worry, you're going to have a child. And Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I'm an old man and my wife is well along in years. He probably said that he's well along in years because he called himself an old man. You don't want to call your, your wife uh, an old lady. That's not, that is not a way to win friends and influence people. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. Can I put the intonation that I understand this to be said? I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. And I have been sent to speak to you and tell you this good news. And now... You will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, that he could not speak to them. And they realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them but remained unable to speak. And when his time of service was completed, notice he was faithful right to the end, even though he was mute. He returned home, and after this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. What stands out in that story to you? Pre-Christmas, Christmas story. Next week, we'll be going back to the actual birth and of Christ and what we can, nuggets we can find there. What stands out in this story? It's the obvious, isn't it? Zechariah 
says to the angel, what? I'm going to have a child? My wife and I are going to have a child. How can this be? How can this be? Give me a sign. Give me something. And the angel goes, what? You don't believe? You know, what? I, you know who I am? I'm Gabriel. I stand in the presence of Almighty God who spoke all the universe into existence out of nothing. And heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will never pass away. And you're asking me, you doubt what God said? Wait, wait a minute. Let me get this straight. I'll bring a little New York flavor because Gabriel did spend time in one of the five boroughs. Like, let me get this straight. I have to prove to you somehow? You don't believe what God said. Well, you won't talk anymore. How about that? Since you're not praising God at the news, you won't talk at all. You'll be mute until what God says happens, happens. And later on, if you read it, do read it. The baby is born and they go to Zacharias who's still writing on some kind of board. And what should we name the child? And he goes, his name is John. And no one was called John in his family. But the minute he said that, his tongue was loosed. Why? He was saying, yay and amen to the promise of God. But it happened after the fact. And Gabriel was saying, why don't you believe what God promised the first time you're told it? Like I'm an angel. You notice that? So I'm going to come here and tell you a lie? Notice how unbelief, what a reaction comes from this angel. So that encourages us this Christmas. How about you and I? Are we not believing something God promised us? Are we reading the Bible, but we just read it like we read some newspaper or, or something online and we're not taking it to heart? We should take it to heart and say to the Lord, Lord, do according to your promise. You made that promise real. I received it in my heart. Now do it. I'm expecting it. Yes. I'm not going to ask, all right, but if I believe this, how, how are you going to guarantee? No, that's not faith. That's unbelief. Also, isn't this interesting? Zechariah was perfect in, in his following of the Lord, as human perfectness is, along with his wife, Elizabeth. And he had prayed a prayer somewhere back when, back in the day, oh God, give us a child because it was thought to be a shame. People look down on a woman who never had a child. Take away that shame. It was a cultural thing. And then he must have stopped believing it. The angel comes and tells him, no, your prayer has been heard. So this is a godly man, a priest, ministering in the temple, <laughs> prayed a great prayer. And notice how we can slip away from faith and trust in God. Now he's saying to Gabriel of all people. It's not his friend Mordecai. It's Gabriel. And he says, how do I know this is going to happen? Oh, shame on Jim. Shame on me. Shame on us. That God gives us these great and precious promises. And we're so slow to believe. So, what's the promise he's put in your heart this Christmas season? Take it not to the bank, take it to your heart and say, God, I believe, I believe. And I'm gonna wait for the fulfillment of that which you have spoken. Merry Christmas and see you Monday.